Check one, two. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is DJ Rick Monster. Welcome back to the another episode of the Monster Mash. Today I have a, a, a special guest today, a DJ that I came up with. Before I even started DJing, I was hiring him at a lot of my parties. I think I was like, I turned 17 the first time I hired him in my, one of my backyards. Down the street from where I live now, a couple blocks away. And uh, I remember because he started setting up, he came with uh, Daryl, DJ Daryl, and my boy DJ Jump Off. That's when DJ Jump Off was barely getting started. And DJ Jump Off was friends with my brother. And so I was looking for a DJ. My brother mentioned DJ Jump Off, and DJ Jump Off, I think it was learning from you, DJ Acid, I believe. Well, anyways... This is my homie right here. This is a guy that I've been looking up to since we were kids. This is a guy that whenever we were younger and we would hear his name that he was going to be DJing at a party, you knew it was going to get cracking. You knew it was going to be dope. And, uh, yeah, without further ado, what's up, DJ Acid? Yo, what's up, party people out there, Rick? <laughs> DJ really, Acid. Really appreciate you having me here. Vic Yeverino. I don't I don't mean to put your government name no, out there. that's like that, all right. <laughs> <laughs> how you been, bro? I've been really good. Uh, um, what you been up to? How you, how's, every, how's life? Man, going really good. How's I mean, married life? Married and happy and just enjoying it. And, you know, if you notice, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ones and twos, I yeah. was off for 10 years. Yep. I've I been, even before you started uh, talking about coming back, I wanted you on here anyways, just because, yeah, just because how big of an impact you had on my DJ career. Oh, I appreciate you know what I'm that. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're coming back. Um, how long has it been since you stopped? Yeah, it's been like 10 years, around nine, 10. But, yeah. Like 2010 is when I had stopped, you know, Mm -hmm. and now I'm coming back. I'm really excited, man. I really wanted to get back into it. I mean, I always have the heart and soul for it. And it's like, you know, you you just never... You can leave, but you always come back to it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I always listen to mixes, so I kept up in my mind Mm -hmm. and my heart. But no more equipment. I had got rid of everything. You had just, sold everything? And what, what year? Yeah. 2010, 2011? Yeah, it was around that time. You just said, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, it was just not, it wasn't that I was done or didn't like it. It just, I noticed that I needed to get, you know, I had, I was getting into the trucking industry career. Oh, okay. So You're I'm driving. like, it's going to be hard for me to even gig. DJ do anything because I'm gonna be over the road coast to coast. Yeah. So I got to saw I get I got to see the whole United States. Oh, you did drive. You did. Yeah, I went from coast to coast, all over mm-hmm. the whole United States. So you know all the truck stops. You exactly. Know, all, the, all the places where the good food at. Yeah. You know where all the places that are gonna give you chorro. Yeah. When you go eat. <laughs> all that. Exactly. And I and I would listen to the and you know when I was driving over the road I. I got to hear a lot of different DJs because oh, I would okay. turn into the stations mm-hmm. of wherever the lo- I was lo- at. The local radio stations, whatever. And, man, they were, like, really good. I'm like, man, I miss. I wish I can just get back into it. But, you know, the, it wasn't paying too much of the bills of DJing. You know how hard it is yeah. to be a – to make it a full-time not, back then. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's start off with this little drink. I, I bought this little sure. drink and Remy. Yeah. I don't. I don't care Cheers. that people know that we're drinking. I mean, that's just part of life. You know? Yeah. 
As long That's as how not, we enjoy it. As long as you don't shoot somebody, you know, later on, well, we're good. Have a good time. <laughs> That's pretty good. Cheers. Cheers. My bad. I'm a to little... everybody out there, cheers to you. And I hope you enjoy For me sure. coming back and enjoy some of the new stuff I'm going to be doing. For sure. I'm a little hungover right now, so bear with me. So this, this, this Remy went I can down. tell it. I'm like... <laughs> I'm over here sweating bullets. I'm playing. That's all right. Um, I guess where I want to start off with is where you got started, how you got started, who influenced you, who bought you your first pair of turntables. Were your parents cool with it? You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, my it was crazy back then. I mean, you came you came up in in the time where let's say like breakdancing. Yeah, breaking and freestyle. Mm-hmm. Breaking and and freestyle. Actually, you know what? I actually started off just mixing freestyle. Oh, really? <laughs> I was a freestyle DJ. What was your original DJ name? It was actually it always was, DJ was, Acid. I didn't even like that name at first. Really? I'll tell you the whole story about it. I was uh, with my cousin and uh, his good friend Ray Cologne. I know him and my cousin Hilberto. We were at on Sanford Street mm-hmm. and. We were just young kids, you know, dropped out of high school and oh, okay. just yeah. hanging out at this house. All mm-hmm. of us went there. Everybody just hang out. And my cousin was like, hey, I'm going to start having some parties, you know, everybody. You know, like how you used to do with yeah, your yeah. friends. Yep. So we got we cleaned out the garage and we got some cheap beer and we just put on a, you know, with ice. And then we're like, we're just going to charge at the door. And I'm like, well, we need entertainment. And, you know, they know that I like hearing music and my cousin actually was the first one that started djing so i got i started seeing how he did it Mm -hmm. and he was doing freestyle and he goes vic i'm gonna just put you behind the turntables we only had like 10 records yeah so i went back and forth with those 10 records that's all i had yeah and i went back and forth with those 10 records throughout the night what year you think that was man that was i think i was like 17 16 Mm -hmm. i was really young but I got in the 80s, though, yeah. Before sure. that, I mean, that's how I got my name. But be, before, but, oh, yeah. where did Acid come from? Where did that name? Come? Well, because I started listening to like a lot of Farley Jack Master Funk ah, and acid, the and acid then they had that. Acid music yeah. in there, like a lot of uh, and that's what I started DK listening Pierre to. And- yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, from freestyle, I like freestyle, but you can only do so much. I wanted to hear the thump and all yeah. that, and I mm-hmm. got into that kind of music so those were actually i was djing a lot of that and then uh they were like well we got to create a name for you i'm like well i don't know i don't have a name and they made a badass flyer they had a guy do the graphics on the flyer yeah we just went to kinko's got him copied so he would do the fresh copy and they were like well let's see what can we call him and then somebody goes he likes that acid music let's call him acid vic acid vic yeah and i was like acid vic they're like, let's call you Acid Vic. And then I'm like, okay. All right, I'll go with that. That's my original name, Acid Vic. Acid Vic. Okay. But I said I kept always... it because there's a lot of DJ asses out there in the Is UK. There? Oh. Okay. I read up in them. I'm like, man, there's a lot of DJ asses. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's oh, why but... I did it, man. I yeah. was like, yeah, let's do that. And uh, they made the flyer, and we got a lot of people come because they were like, who's this Acid dude? We want to check this Acid guy. And then they opened up the garage. And they were like, well, before they opened up the garage, I was sitting there, right, with some lights, strobe lights that we uh-huh. made. 
and some of those uh, lights. You know what I did also? <laughs> we would take the street lights from the, the flashers from the car. Yeah. I mean, from the, not the car, the... Posts? The like posts. The, really? <laughs> Ghetto. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> we, we would, we, you know, it was yeah, like an old school garage. Yeah. We were making our own stuff. I even made my own speaker out of wood and then, you know, out of a console, you know, those yeah. big console that has mm-hmm. a, the CD, the record, the record thing. The I took the, the, the whole speaker and made a, a speaker looking like, a, you know, with the tweeter and mm-hmm. all that. So that's my sound. And then I just got a regular, like, amp. Old yeah. school, yeah, similar like to what you got right there. Yeah, that old school joint right there. They even had the bulbs. They, somebody gave me that one. Um, I was using that Aragona, and they're like, "Hey, you want this amp?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah, fuck it, it works." I mean, it's a the old school PV. Yeah, it's man. Heavy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was dude. back then. We were and you, you know, heavy. bro. DJing at the Aragona, you remember this? You remember them fucking stairs? The motherfuckers were. Oh yeah, that one. Of the, I I got flashbacks with that police man. I mean, <laughs> I had a speaker fall on my knee, on my toe, and I still my toes all messed up from that. For real? Bam. Thanks for that, Aragona. <laughs> you know the stairs in the back going yeah. down. Yep. Well, I didn't have nobody. I had some big PVs. I didn't have nobody helping me, so I did it myself. Mm-hmm. And the thing just you know just slewed down and. And I was right there, and I was trying to catch the uh, speaker, and then I put my foot on it, and the Smash. corner just smashed my toe. Uh, I after thought you I broke were done. it. Yeah, after I was oh, done. Okay. You know, that was a climbing them stairs. Oh, man. Nobody wanted to help at the end. You know? Not at Arizona. Man, that's, that place Everybody's sucks, your man. friend, man, at the end. Hey, who's going to help me? <laughs> no, nobody, right? Man, that's like the worst the, part about DJ, man. Like Playhouse. Remember that movie? Playhouse where uh, uh, who was well Martin and them yeah Martin and them he's um, like always DJ nobody helped him out at the end <laughs> kid and play yeah but what, what was the name of the movie it was uh, Playhouse no it wasn't Playhouse what it was uh, House Party House Party yeah, yeah yeah not Playhouse yeah I'm thinking of so that's how you started back in them times yeah that's how that you got time your name. watching that mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that's how they. That's how I got my name by them. They did that, and then they wanted to see how I uh, DJed. Who was the DJ? And then they found how, out it was got, me. Who got, how'd you get your first pair of turntables? And I what got ki- those, and what kind uh, were they? And what kind of mixers did you have? I actually would go to the Goodwill, uh-huh. and I, you know, they had old school Technics with uh-huh. the pitch. Yeah. Um, a good friend of mine told me if you're gonna, I first got some Realistics, and. Uh, they belt, I just had a, I just had to actually, you know, work, hustle to get them. I mean, my mom and dad couldn't afford it. You know, I yeah. was unfortunate. I was I didn't have that much, so I had to do everything ghetto style. Mm-hmm. I first started off by cassettes, just playing two songs. cassettes, record like the mixes, the house mm-hmm. mixes, B- BMX and GCI, and then I would play those At on a boombox. That's how I first thought I was like 13, 14 doing that. And then that's when it converted to uh, to DJ. And then my cousin actually is the one with the, the, the he was mixing with the freestyle. Mm-hmm. So he bought a set of uh, Realistics with the Realistic Mixer. That's dope. So I started DJing on that and then I wanted to get my own. And then uh, I was like, man, all these DJs are, the good DJs are DJing with the 1200s. Yeah. I got to get those, but, you know, they were expensive back then. I mean, yeah. being young, I couldn't afford it. They're still expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now they're even triple, man. Yeah. I tried to buy one. They were like a 1000 
I got lucky, bro, with these. Uh, the dude from Chicago, he was hard on money, you know what I'm saying? This is the this is when um the year of um the market crash in like 2008-2009. So I think he was hard up for money. And I ended up buying both these turntables for 450 bucks. Man, that's a deal. That's a huge deal. And they're still going. The only thing I've ever changed on them are the RCAs. And they're still really? yeah, they're still going like tanks. Man, I had them and I uh, I got them brand new ones. Or no, I think my first pair were used. I got one Mitch match. One was black. One was uh, silver, like mm-hmm. that. But uh, and I got a better mixer. I had a Vastec mixer mm-hmm. of Battle Scratch Vastecs. Yeah. I actually I really like. Uh, I was watching a lot of videos of uh, the guy that actually showed me how to do the scratching was Mario Two Hype, mm-hmm. Mario Duarte. He's one of the originals Original here DJs in Rockford. Yeah, back then he was here in Rockford. He did like a lot of Fiesta Hispanas. Okay. And like I told you earlier, he was, uh, what uh, got me fascinated with that was he brought a crutch and he was scratching with the crutch and doing transforming, you know. Mm-hmm. He wasn't disabled or nothing, but he just did it that way. Like a show. That was like a, show. a show. type shit, yeah. Everybody went crazy over that. And I'm like, man. And then he was doing doubles. He stacked the records up, and he was trying to... And I'm like, how did you learn all that? He goes, oh, I watched the DMC videos. DMC. And I'm like, cool. So I would go to his house, and we would, they would always have a tape every year, you know, for oh, the, the... new one? The, yeah. Okay. So he was like, hey, I got the tape. Everybody come over, and he would play it. What years did you watch that y'all had, that he had? I went to when Cuber first started. Mm. And then I went from... Uh, I did. I saw Rectangle a lot in there. I saw uh, DJ Aladdin and Bad Boy Bill when he first started. Like 87, 88. Yeah, those are the videos that I saw. That's. I think around that same time, uh, DJ Cash Money. Cash Money was there. That dude was a beast, man. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, there's a lot of DJs, and then uh, Cuber just took it over after that, and he's still up there, man. I mean, that right there made me. Want to you know get into the scratching. turntableism and mm-hmm. scratching, and then add it into the house. So I heard a lot of the house scratchers. So I don't do like a lot of crap scratching and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, if I focus on it, you could get it. Yeah, I can. I can end up getting it and uh, yeah. duplicating that. It's just taking time and doing that whole. Yeah. That's another. That's a whole other. It's like saying uh, I'm a DJ. I'm gonna do breaking. It's you, you know you got to be flexible. You got to. Yeah really get up to that point mm-hmm. so yeah man because like as far as uh djing goes like you've been back then you were uh in the hood everybody yeah. knew who the fuck you were you know what i'm saying south like, side the, like the hood yeah the south side i parties. grew up on the south side peace out to all the south side people out yeah. there i mean i walked the streets on the south side i, I knew a lot of black DJs, the mm-hmm. Harvey Twins, uh, Groove Master, those guys also uh-huh. were another set. Uh, DJ Hype, H Fresh, DJ, DJ, DJ Neil. Hype. Yeah. Big oh, shout yeah. outs to DJ, DJ Neil because cool he too. is uh, a good mentor. He actually did a few house tracks, man, back then. But oh, yeah. Like Tyree Cooper and those guys. DJ Neil was up there with them. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people know uh, DJ Neil, bro. Um, Everybody. I DJed at District with. Um, DJ Nonstop, yeah, from Chicago, and oh, okay. Neil, Neil popped up and he went up and said, "Hey, bro, what's up?" And, and Nonstop was like, "Neil, is that you, bro?" 
And I, I was kind of like, oh, shit, how the fuck is he no Neil, you know? But a lot Neil. of people know Neil. Neil's that dude, man. Yeah, I, re- I got a lot of respect for Neil, man. He's always, he's actually the one that helped me a lot with the hip-hop music. So really? I would get all my hip-hop. From him? Yeah. Okay. He would sell me, like, a, back then was tape, CDs, and he would put, like, 30 songs. And I would just buy it. Yeah. 10 bucks a pop. Man, he was really cool like that. And I would always call, hey, I got a show. And then he would give me clean stuff. Because I don't like playing too much dirty for the, you know, the kids yeah, and stuff like you that. Did, you did a lot of younger crowd. Yeah. Too, the younger parties. Quinceañeras. And uh, DJ Hype, uh, Harlem Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Now he's a saxophonist. Yeah. But uh, he's a, he, I would give him a lot of respect. Has he always been a saxophonist? Yeah. He, even back then when he was DJing? Even when he was DJing back then, he's always done it. I think he did it in high school. Oh, done okay. it for a lot of years. He's and, really uh, good, too. He ain't no Oh, yeah. He's, he's, no he's a beast on that. Yeah. And... He actually was DJing a lot too. He's really mm-hmm. good at, at hip hop mixing. Yeah, yeah he's Booty the one I just remember hearing from yeah. doing Booty House. Booty mixes. House uh, ju- at, at, at um, what's that place off of Fifteenth? Um, the Getaway. Oh yeah, the Getaway. Yeah, I DJ there. I DJ there a couple of times with him. I've been yeah. there. Yeah, man, those guys are all, you know, DJ H Fresh. Uh, I've Huey. never heard of him. Yeah, he's a he's really uh, close to. Uh, with uh hype hype okay they're they're like they were together but he never really hype did more of i noticed hype did more of the park district stuff and he was more out there mm-hmm. h fresh was underground okay but he man h fresh showed me how to scratch a little bit too he oh, had yeah? a good he had like a scratch like uh like dj Latin, you know really oh, fast okay. yeah. really cool and uh yeah all those guys man i mean shout outs to the Big black crowd, you yeah, know yeah. that, like uh, the DJs. They supported you too. Yeah, then, huh? you, you 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 kicked it with them, party with them I, too. Yeah, uh, DJ Hype actually had a lot of hip hop records, and I told him, "Hey man, can I borrow them?" Mm-hmm. He lived right behind my house. I went over there, and I took the crate, milk crate, and he was like, "Yeah, go ahead. I'll let you use them." So I'm like, "I want to make a mix with this." Uh-huh. So I had a cassette four track. Yeah. And I made a pretty dope mix, and I <laughs> I took them back a week later because you know I don't like to borrow somebody's stuff too Not long. Not too long, okay. You know, DJ stuff you respect it like yeah. that. So I took it to him, and then uh, showed him the tape. He like, you did that? I go, yeah, man. I, I did it with editing a little bit. It was hard to do it with a tape yeah. four track because you mm-hmm. can't erase too much. But I tried to do it, perfected it, and did some scratches in there. Now, when you're editing stuff like that, how long did it take you? Like to edit and get the shit down right, because I I would imagine as soon as you press it, record, it takes time, man. It takes uh, now back then the way I did it, it would take me a couple of months to be uh, just to do an hour mix, you know, because I wanted yeah. to perfect, perfect everything, yeah. where I put the the samples mm-hmm. and everything, the scratches, and as I was going, I was doing them faster and faster. I already knew, mm-hmm. so and then. Uh, like a lot of the house stuff that I did back then was all in vinyl. Yeah. So I had to edit it with with vinyl, and you know, to get it on beat to lock it in, you got to be you know playing with it, and it stays hard. And then you know, if it would be off beat one second, I would redo it. I want it perfect. Yeah. Because it's just the way I am. I want yeah. somebody to hear it, so they're like, "No, nah, he's a popcorn DJ." Because they used to call us that years ago. <laughs> what was that? What's that? Popcorn DJ? Never heard yeah. that. Yeah. It's because when you're off beat, <laughs> thanks to Frank Garcia, yeah, he used to say that DJ Frankie get down. <laughs> he 
He used to call people. He was, he was like, yeah, man, the popcorn DJs. And I'm like, what's popcorn DJ? When you're off beat, and you know, it's going to thump to thump. When you're blending it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Popcorn DJs. Yeah, he was pretty good. He was really good. Frankie has actually did a, a radio station, WLUV. I know Local had talked about that. Okay, yeah. Big shout-outs to Frankie that's, Get that's, Down Garcia. Is that the one that uh, got raided? Yeah, no, no, not that one. That was with uh, WOUV, man. That was back in, uh, I, I think Sonny was running that. Some, oh. Uh, you know the Ubiquity guy? Ubiquity, yeah. Oh, that okay, guy okay. used to, I think he was the one doing it. I'm not sure. I might be mistaken. But um, he was the one uh, that did that station, and he had Frankie play house on there. Man, for mixing live, Frankie did really good. I'll give a big shout out to him on that. That's another thing that made me more. sure. Yeah, he made me uh, get into it more on the radio too. That's why I was like, man, I like, I got to get on the radio too, to be more exposure and man, it's fun. Okay, let's 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 get to that. When let, let's say when's your first? Do you remember your first uh, bar club that you DJ at? Well, the first uh, bar was a. Coca Cabanas on, uh, used to be Coca Cabanas right there on Broadway. Okay. I did a lot of the CPM. I know uh, Gallo Cantu, big shout out to Gallo Cantu mm -hmm. and uh, DJ Loco. Big shout out to you, Loco. I know you're listening. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, they did the Can You Jack house party. And, Can you Jack? Yeah, it's called, and they had it on the DJ booth, Can You Jack? That was dope, and all they played was just old school house music. I know there, I did some shows after them there. I was like right after them guys, like mm -hmm. local had said that me and Mario, and then uh, David Lopez. Big shout out to you, David. Uh, you know he's uh, oh sec, sec, TJ uh, sec one sec one yeah, and his brother that does a graph. He was really good at. Uh, artwork. Oh okay. Uh, uh, David too, you know. David's a beast, yeah. Man. Yeah, and he's uh, he, he was, I, I was telling me the other day he does. I didn't know that that he does uh, signs. He paints signs. Man, he's my by buddy. Hand. Like fucking, yeah. Like I was like, damn, you still you do that? He said, hell yeah. yeah like, that's a, that's a, a art form that you know what I'm saying. That's a like in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how they do it in Mexico with yeah. everything by hand and shit, painted and shit. That's tight. Yeah, he's really really nice. You see the way he does his characters and stuff. I don't think I I probably have, but I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, he's really good, man. I, I I respect him on that. I respect any artist because that's a, that's I like that. If I could do anything else besides these, I think I would become a graffiti. I would love that. Oh, really? I actually could do. You, I know, nobody knows it. But. Oh, really? Oh shit! Yeah, well, let you I know would. right now. If you see DJs <laughs> out there doing tags and shit, yeah. don't say nothing, right? You know? I'm not gonna do the spit. You know? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. That? Cross the name out. Really? Oh, big shout out to Breaking Man! I love that movie. Yeah, that's that actually got me into yeah, Beat Street and Breaking. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, that's that. Listening to that, listening to the radio, uh, just just listening to all these old school DJs, and, and, uh, and Mike Kitman Wilson, uh, yeah. Bad Boy, but the list goes on and on. Yeah. I mean, Those big guys. shout out to Paul Johnson. I know uh, you know R and on that. I know he did a lot of good tracks, and I mm -hmm. used a lot of his stuff too back then. So, 
much respect for that in the family. You guys never met him? You ever met him? I never met him. I really wanted to one time. I know Just One. Uh, big shout out to Just One. I wanted to, uh, you know, meet him because Jesse always had him mm-hmm. at shows and stuff. He came here quite a, quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. I know what he went through, man, because I went through the same coronavirus. Luckily, I made it through. Yeah. But he... Paul Johnson, he went through a lot of shit in his life. Oh, I mean, exactly, man. I was re- what reading up, reading up on, yeah. one, on a lot of shit he went through. As far as, like, he lo- lost a leg. I think he got shot. Yeah. And then he got in a car accident and lost his other leg. But he was still DJing. Yeah, he can get down. I like his vibe, man. He's got a badass vibe. See, those type of guys that I'd like to follow them. Mm-hmm. Frankie Bones, yeah. all those guys. Frankie Hollywood Rodriguez. Uh, Tim Spinner Schomer, I mean, Julian Perez is really cool, but a lot of old school underground guys. Uh, DJ Hyperactive is a really good. Oh yeah, uh, man, that's oh, what they, they brought him here. Uh, like two years ago, man, he, he did I his he did to. his uh, show. I forgot what 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 uh, what t- t- what what mixtape he did, but he did it live. It was like a twenty. Yeah, I got some of his tapes. I still have some of his yeah. tapes when he first came out. We go to Chicago, Gramophone Records. Yeah. And uh, go through a lot of records out there, and uh, I saw some tapes of Hyperactive. I still have them. I what was, my what wife was, what all was the, the name of that, that little, little record store on Pulaski? Do you remember? I remember, but I don't know the name. I don't have it in my mind. Uh, man, I can't. I, I've been there. I've been there a couple times to buy a Hip House. What's you that? ever heard of Hip House Records? Mm-hmm. It was called Hip House. No, I don't That's know where that I used one. to go a lot. They do the Hip House had a lot of like UC records. Ah, uh, okay, underground. Yeah, I did. A, that's when I, a lot of my mixes were from UC. I know uh, a lot of DJs in Rockford didn't like the UC label, but because it was more like commercial y mm. and a lot of guys out here they're like ravers, so they like to do a lot of underground. Mm-hmm. And I like that kind of music too, but. I would go with, you know, I was type of the guy who was like, okay, I like that, but nobody's playing it out here, so I'm going to start getting into it. Yeah. That's when uh, me and DJ Flavor, big shout-outs to you, Flavor, if you're listening. Uh, you know, he's he, me and him did a lot of, uh, you know, uh, house mixes and editing and all that. Yeah. Which I hope uh, you can download some, and so people can hear for sure the the quality of the editing how I did. It wasn't like no Bobby D edit, yeah. But they were pretty close. So who who are your who are your biggest influences as far as DJs go? All those guys, Bad Boy Bill, and all those guys. My biggest influence is God first, Almighty. Thank you, Lord, for having me here. And uh, every DJ that I that been on the radio. Uh, Man, I, I'm just influenced with everybody. I'm even influenced with some of the stuff you do. I'm influenced for Jump Off, mm-hmm. uh, DJ Arson. I mean, he's got he's a new DJ coming out, and uh, we've been working together a lot. Yeah. I mean, from back then, um, I know DJ Double D, DJ E Town. Me and him done a lot of stuff too, and I got influenced by him. He got influenced by me. Uh, we're you know, the, the thing Brown. about it is I think it all came down because my mom really liked music and my dad, they always liked the Spanish stuff. So mm-hmm. I really liked that. I already had that in my blood. Yeah. Like my aunt used to be, she used to have a radio called La Tremenda here. Oh, really? She did. She was the one oh, doing okay. it. 
All right, all right. I'm, I, I've never heard of it, but I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it was years ago. and It was AM or FM? It was an AM. Okay. I think, yeah. And she did the radio. It was like 560 so, or something? Yeah. Something like that? What's that? AM 560 or something? I think so, yeah. Something like, it was 560 or something like that. And she did that. So those stuff and having my cousin do the introduce me to freestyle, mm-hmm. I got blown away. Just the lyrics. Yeah. The lyrics and the beat and, you know, and the music and the underground house. It just... It kept me from, you know, doing anything, going out there and doing any yeah. bad stuff, you know. So I'm like, I was always the the guy that was just chilled and got into the music. And, yeah. man, I had cassettes, I mean, boxes yeah. of every night I would record. I mean, my hearing's going bad because of that. But I would, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would do like what uh, Loco said with the cable and... Hook it up like that and listen to music till like four or five in the morning because that's when the mixes started from ten yeah. to like six. B ninety six. And I would w- just as soon w- as I heard Bad Boy Bill, I'm like pressing and mm-hmm. I'm like, please no static, please no yeah, static, because yeah. <laughs> it would it would come in and then the static and I'm yeah. like, oh man, Julian would come on. I'm like, yup, these are the guys I gotta be right behind. Yeah, I gotta sound like these guys. <laughs> I was trying to last last weekend or well, the day of the the day before we did that I was Fresca's pop up the one we were talking about downtown yeah the day before they had that house music thing in Chicago and the, I wanted to go check out a uh, Gino Rock and Romo oh yeah yeah I I saw I see him on Facebook a lot he's really good man back in the days too he I didn't know he was a dentist. Yeah. The fucking tennis and then Yeah, he's pretty and good. He's and he's got his own setup in yeah. the basement. Yep. So that's pretty much what I want to do here. Like I'm trying to fix it up cuz I have all this equipment right here behind me for um, Man, that would be to do a live and stream then, and have the DJs come live. Yeah. That's that's, what that's, that's basically what I want to do like weekends, you know, when I don't have gigs or something or during the week. So just for those that don't know me and see me when he has that, oh, you yeah, guys are going to sure. get to Hell see yeah. me. You're going to be up there. Yeah, well. You also going you also have a mix that you're gonna have uh that you gave me already yeah i might doing. i might give you two so you can play like a underground uh, that's the underground is electro funk and uh house music yeah your my, bread your my, bread and butter is house music my bread and butter is house music i always love house music but what i like about you is the, the, I can do your, the your uh yeah your uh what's the word i'm looking for um versatile yeah you can play anything Exactly. If you had to play, well, nowadays ma- everybody's doing it. But back music. then, not a lot of DJs would do that yeah. to blend it into the hip hop, and then from yeah. Spanish cumbia, barchata, mm-hmm. and I can get down with yeah. some Norteña, not not just Norteña, but some tamborazo back yeah. then. Oh man, you could do it all. Yeah, and 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 that's I think what people lack here. Sometimes people just want to stick to one thing. That's cool. Yeah, I understand. You do what you want to do. But me as a music lover, I like it all, and I like to play it all, and I like to listen to it all. From fucking my, my biggest passion from disco, funk, yeah, soul, R and B, hip hop, reggae, and and you're probably like me. My biggest uh, fashion, I mean, passion, not fashion. Passion is seeing the people dancing and enjoying mm-hmm. it, you know, and then the, and then getting the crowd. I do not like. To, if I go into a crowd and there's only 10 people, I'll make it to 100 people at the end of the night because they're going to call their friends and their friends. Mm-hmm. It just happens like that, man. I don't know if it's something that 
it's a God-given thing that comes to me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I need to make the people move, and that's just yeah. the way I do it. And yeah, I guess it's it's like a hype. It's like a, it's almost like a crack, like a crack hit. Yeah. Once that first hit, once you see them people moving, it could be like dead. And once you see like people start moving little by little, and and it starts progressing. And one thing you can probably relate to this, like I used to go to these bars. And they will be dead. Mm-hmm. And the owner's looking all sad, say, man, I need to get this place back. And I never had a big following. It just The following just followed me. Yeah. I never actually, like, uh, looked for these people. They were just, they knew, like you said, if they knew you were, it was going to, if I was there, it was going to be cracking. And I was like, you know, I would tell them, hey, man, let me, you know, help you out. And, you know, I'll give them a deal or whatever. And I said, but once it starts getting better, you know, hook me up. Yeah. I'm going to hook you up. I, and then I'm a type of guy that look as, I look and see how this, the, I don't ask or not, I don't see no paperwork, but visually I can see that he's not selling much on the bar. I'm saying, okay, all the wages are just hanging there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the manager's all. Yeah. That, so that, when I start getting it going, mm-hmm. I make sure that when I'm DJing, I present music to in a way where they're going to dance and then they're going to go and drink yeah. and then they're going to dance again, yeah. drink, and then yeah. the guy goes, whatever mastermind you're using, I sold out on all my liquor. And he goes, every time I DJed, he's like, I always sell out. And then when I would get there, the Miller Light trucks would show up and then I could see them unloading. They're like, man, for some reason on Saturday night, this guy sells cases. And then I start thinking, I'm like, man, this guy's making money. You know, that's why I told him, like, he needs to kick in, you know. Yeah. Let kick me. you up. Yeah, and then after that, they would kick me out. So a lot of DJs, you know, that. Undercut. Yeah, undercut. And then I'm like, what happened? He goes, oh, I got another guy. You got the crowd going. So another guy for 50 bucks coming yeah. in. Well, see, my, my my thing is this, bro. Like, uh, from from the times you were DJing to, to now, I kind of. I try. I try to build this culture within the DJ shit here in Rockford, where people, people we can we can all work together and we can all get money. You know what I'm saying? When I was DJing that district, I was trying to bring other DJs. When I was DJing at other places, I would I would make a uh, like pretty much like a the BMX five or the BMX whatever exactly. six where where yeah. it's like a rotation. That way, you know what I'm saying. I could go over here and then you're gonna be over here and I could you know whatever. And that's that's pretty much what it is, bro. To me, that's how it should be. The one thing that we I all know, get money in, and that we don't we don't have to bicker yeah. about. You're DJing and I'm not DJing and blah blah blah. The one thing that I know about you, Rick, is that you know you're like me. You got a big heart, and you notice that other guys, you know, you want them to shine too. You're just yeah. not trying to take that whole exactly because that's the type of guy I was. I wasn't mad. I wouldn't badmouth anybody. I mean, people might have said stuff about me. Oh, Vic thinks he can do this, do that. I never try to show off. I'm not a show off. You know, I know my music sounds like, you know, okay, he's trying to battle everybody. I'm not. It's just the way it comes. I just go with the vibe. Yeah. If I know that you're sitting there, somebody's sitting there and like, oh, I can beat him, I can beat him. Yeah. I'm going to get down, man, and, and I'm going to be like, and then that's when the battle comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're battling, breaking. You see somebody mean mug you, that's it. You're yeah. gonna spin on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to spin, I'm about so to spin on you know the, spin on my belly nowadays. No, I meant like you know, do the head spin or something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I meant. That's how I am, man. I get like that. That's the thing about me though. The battle of me comes in me because you know, I get that little urge and that keeps me going. I love yeah. it. Yeah. 
I actually love it. At the at the end of the day, I don't have no hard feelings for nobody. No. I just do it for fun just, because I'm yeah. like, okay, this is a business thing. This is what I got. Yeah. I got to keep my ground. I got to keep my my mm-hmm. throne yeah. as DJ for so long. Yeah. I mean, the respect that I I that should, you, you know, and and that's why I try to. And I know that people, other DJs, have that same respect, and I and I don't ever, you know, cross their line. Mm-hmm. But you know, they don't. You know, some of these guys have done it, and you know, new cats come in and they want to take over, and I let them go, man. And that's one of the reasons I just started slowing down. Yeah, I'm like, you know, like Elvis Presley, I got to wrap it up. I mean, I've done my like my dad said, "Un león, you know, punto dormir." It means like, you know, you you're a beast. You already hang up the towels, you know, and that's how I did it. I was like, you know what? I had to start finding a career and mm-hmm. went truck driving, and that's when I started slowing down and yeah. doing that. So, uh, But so- I, I never wanted to stop. I actually wanted to make it a business, but I noticed, I'm like, you know what? If this is all I'm doing, what am I going to have for retirement? Yeah. <laughs> I have to have a second job. I mean, you know how it is, man. Yeah. We're not worldwide DJs. We rock for DJs. Yeah. You know, and this this is a good. You can make good money and you can have fun with it, but it's a weekend. Well, l- luckily now with the internet, you can be a worldwide DJ in rock. Band, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's when I was like, I'm coming back in a good timing. Yeah, and now with the new controllers. Yeah, make it easier then, to to move around with all that equipment. Because like we were talking about earlier, equipment's a bitch, man. It's back just then, the, like the whole HBO crew, we used, they used to. Oh, we're not computer DJs. But guess what, guys? We're computer DJs. We're now. all computer DJs now. <laughs> Fuck it. I didn't I, back then with vinyl. I would get mad at that. I'm like, oh man, another computer DJ. Yeah, but, but I mean, eventually they got down, man. Eventually, you you know. And I it's mean, not I, really. I, I, I've done the parties when I started DJing with with crates and all that stuff, and I mean, compare this MacBook to all them crates, man. Yeah. Oh, it just—it's easier. It's way yeah. easier. I mean, easier on your back, easier on everything. Like the heart, the 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 terabyte has all your exactly. vinyl. Exactly, <laughs> it's so easy, man. And that's why it, when I was DJing with Arson just recently, he I seen I took the big case, I bought the big case, and it was so heavy. And I'm like setting up, and by the time I even brought my big cds out because this is where i stopped yeah so i'm just bringing uh, luckily mm-hmm. i didn't throw away none of my cds yeah. i got rid of all my vinyl yeah all of it all of it i was getting rid of it and i was like well i'm never gonna do it again i should have kept it all man because you didn't get rid of all of it i got some scratch records you had you gave me a bag really you gave me a bag and i have it downstairs when you leave i'm gonna give it back to you are you kidding me yeah i swear yeah, some electro house. You make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I I still have the bag. Yeah, man, and it's full of full of uh, vinyl. I used to have it in my basement. Uh, all the vinyl, I man. We had me and uh, Louis Flavor care. Uh, we collected so much vinyl, man. You know how much money? Oh yeah, it's expensive, bro. <laughs> hundred dollars every week, hundred and fifty. Yeah. You gotta get the new song. Most times I didn't even have the money. We're like, oh, gotcha. You just old man. <laughs> so it was stuff like that. I went through a lot, man. Or else when I would, most of the money that I got, I put it back into my DJ. Yeah. So it was just like, uh, never, I never really made never, any money. Never ending. Yeah, I never DJ. really became, I mean, I never really got like really rich off of it. But, you know, yeah. I had enough to, it paid all the equipment. Yeah. And, you know, took care of my mom and dad a little bit here mm-hmm. and there. But yeah. uh was plus working. It really helped me out. 
I love it. I remember when you guys, you and your brothers used to ride around that limo. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. My, <laughs> <laughs> fucking limo. Oh, my God. My brothers are crazy, man. They'll just do whatever stuff like that. <laughs> they, yeah, man. They like uh, to party. Yeah, that. they do, man. They, them guys, you know, are, are, uh, rest in peace, my brother Efren. Efren Arino, you know. Yeah. Had a Sorry massive heart that. attack. Yeah. No, oh, thank you. Are you the oldest one? Or? I actually dedicate this whole session on my brother because he was one of the influences of when I first, and he would tell me, Vic, come on, you got to start being a DJ. And I'm like, what's yeah. a DJ? Yeah. He's the one that told my cousins, I want Vic to be, mm-hmm. to, I'm going to bounce for him and he's, he's going to DJ. Yeah. yeah. That's when they're like, okay, we'll throw him in. Because you know my brother, he's hardcore like that. He's like, he'll, bully his, way, he'll yeah. bully his way yeah. in there. You guys better get him yeah. in there. And he's like, okay, no problem. He's DJ. Yeah. And at the end, it, just, it worked out. Yeah. I mean, uh, they loved it, and we kept on doing parties after parties until I, they felt. I was older than you? No, I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Oh, yeah, okay. he was younger than me, a year younger than me. And then your other brother? How old is he? Uh, my brothers are in their 30s, 38, the one, the one 40. That, the one that has the restaurant? Uh, Jesse, my brother Jesse. Yeah, Big shout-outs to Jesse yeah. and my brother Berto. Yeah, they both work there. Oh, okay, okay. By the way, everybody go to the Euro House. Euro really House. nice. They so just is, is it all you guys it. together? Or? Uh, no, it's just my brother. He's oh, the okay. My brother Jesse, the owner there. And, the food's and, good there. I liked it. I've been there a yeah, couple times already. Uh, they redid it if you haven't been there lately. The parking lot's redone. I went there. And they're putting the machines. And I guess he wants to, uh, he's having a little bar put in there. And he... Uh, I'm announcing it today that you might be having uh, little gigs going oh, yeah. in there. That's dope. They, they, they got their liquor license. Yeah, you got a liquor license. Oh, it's not really big, but it's a nice little spot to chill. Yeah. It's like more like a Mary's place. You know how mm-hmm. big that is? It's, yeah. it's going to be like that. He's going to do a, a like a, where you can sit outside and chill, and then he's mm-hmm. going to like a garden thing. and then uh, Also, DJ S is going to be shutting it down there pretty soon. Right? Yeah, probably soon right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He wants to do more like Hispanic night and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not like a big club, but a no, little no. setup, small speakers, some lights. You don't need much to get it get it going there. You know what I mean? They got the liquor there, and yeah, that's all you need. I don't think Andy they Jackson. might. They might charge at the door. They might not. They might just do it. They come in, and you know, have me in there. Hell yeah, that's dope, bro. Yeah, I can't wait for all this new stuff that's coming out in my new. Uh, Man, I'm 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 just thrilled. To, uh, I need to do some new mixes, man. I've been practicing a lot of new stuff, for man. I how can, do you how do you like your new equipment that you bought? Oh man, like it, not too long ago, you had originally bought the CDJs and the 800, 900, yeah, mixer, the eight hundred, eight hundred mixer. Yeah, um, those were I, I was because that's originally that. where you uh, started yeah. off with, or what you left off with. And I was thinking that I didn't, you know, I should I should have done a lot of research because I had yeah. a lot of CDs, so I was like. The 900s has the CDs, mm-hmm. and you can use the USB, whatever, yeah. and all that. So I'm like, yeah, those look pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Got them for used and everything. They're practically new. So I'm like, those are nice. But and then when I started seeing the controller, yeah, I'm like, man, I should have bought the Especially controller. Especially the 1000. I mean, that, that's perfect up your alley. Yeah. Four channels. Four channels, effects, everything. I mean, you can do... Sounded like yeah. DJ Cubert on that thing, man. That thing is just <laughs> how do you really like it? dope. I got to learn it quick. Arson, uh, big shout out to Arson. He showed me how to do the on uh, and uh, DJ Daryl. 
E-Town, he's the one that uh, showed me how to use the controller. Mm-hmm. Just what, calling them. What and, equipment? He, he, uh, Archon doesn't have the... Yeah, he's got the 1000. Oh, he does? He's got the same setup. But he has a white one? Yeah, he's got a white oh, one. okay, okay. That's when I was like, dope. And then I actually uh, played with it a little bit, and he showed me some stuff, and I'm like, oh, man, mm-hmm. the... the Fader feels good. The platter's like a, a CDJ. Yeah, the same thing. But dope. I was like, I had to have it. What did you think about uh, right now? You were just missing yeah, man, a scratch I on love, my, on my I love your setup, man. That mixer right there. What kind of mixer is that again? It's a uh, Pioneer, Pioneer DDJ S9. That's what it's called. Man, S9. I'm going to tell you right so now, this is like, that is dope. This is a five-year-old, six-year-old mixer. It came out in 2015. So now they have the new one that just dropped last year. There's two versions, the S11, which is a really dope one, and the S7, which is basically an upgraded version of this one. And I'm trying to get one of those. I'm not to sound one. not to sound cocky, if you would borrow me that for a week, I would come up with a yeah. I'm scratch. sure. I, I try to tell everybody. I, I try to put with that. I mean, man, I don't know, man. I've been spending too much money on all this stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> my but, wife knows all about that one. <laughs> what, well, these I I really use these a lot when I was DJing at District, and I would leave this setup at District. For yeah. Use. So I also had the reason why I bought this setup right here behind me. I also have the the extra sound card. Oh, exactly. For the Serato. Yeah. I, I I just bought this one to practice on because I I could never practice because I always had this at District. I was DJing at District for five years, so I had all this stuff there for a long ass time. On top of that, I bought a controller. To do easier gigs, like smaller gigs, smaller parties. That way, I don't, I don't have to go break this down at this. Yeah. And take it somewhere. I, at that point, that's that's what I was doing because I was I was having a lot of gigs. Yeah. And then exactly. COVID hit, and fucked everything up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, but man. It is what it is. We're we're, we're trying to get back to it, uh, pushing forward, and you know what I'm saying. And but, uh, and and also, I just want to give a big shout out to Rudy V. 1059, he got a lot of the DJs out there. He deserves a lot of respect. And, uh, shout out. you know, shout big out shout outs to Wisconsin. him. Him and his sons. His now. sons, yep. Shout out Rude Miner. And shout his, out uh, Martin De La Funk. Yeah, can't wait to My meet boys. these guys. I told them on Facebook, can't wait to meet them. I want to see what they do, how they do. I mean, oh, maybe they're, we they're, can they're, collaborate. Yeah, they're, they, they, I think Martin has the same mixer as me. Really? He has the same shit, yeah. I saw he, some of the stuff. He scratches a little bit. Yeah. How's yeah. his other son does? I haven't I, really. Um, I think he's 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 good too. I think he just came back from Texas or Florida from DJing. He's young though. He's not even twenty one yet. I don't think. Wow. I think he Big just shout out to them. I think he just graduated high school. Wow. This past. Yeah, the, Rudy. Rudy, their dad actually would let us go up there. Me and Flava. <laughs> And we would go up to the radio station. That's one of the first time I'd done radio and just talking on the radio. And, man, I had so much fun going over there. It was like the best time. On Power 1059. Yeah. You used to DJ up there, yeah, right? Yeah, live on turntables. And 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 I got a lot of CD uh, tapes that I want to probably convert into how, how MP3. Many, how many different uh, radio stations have you been on? Uh, just probably that one. Just that one. And then uh, Boomer, big shout out to Boomer. He's going to have uh, 87.9, I think. Oh, yeah. He does uh, it. Energy. Yeah. 
uh, on Saturdays. I think he has it. I don't know if he has it during the week sometimes, but it's kind of like a private me. radio, right? Uh, like a pirate radio. Yeah, he wants me to get up there. I, we just haven't had time, but we're gonna get together one of these days, and I'm gonna put some of my mixes on there. Yeah. He wanted me to do a live set, but I told him, uh, give me some time because I just got back into it. Yeah. I got to get all the, uh, you know, the the what, music together. Like, seeing you right now, like, yeah. mixing and scratching, on, when's the last time you scratched on a 1200? Man, you know what? It's been probably like 20 years ago when I first started. But how did after it feel? I, how did after it feel? I got done, I went to the CDJs, the CDJs and, man. <laughs> I really miss it, man. That is. It felt different, right? Really different. I'm like, man, this is what I'm mi- missing the piece to get into the crab scratching yeah. and the transforming butter. It's because I don't sword. get me wrong. A pioneer, I mean, uh, controllers are, are great because they're lightweight, they're easy to move, and they're quick, easy setup. But at the end of the day, I don't like controllers. Right. I don't like the sound of controllers. Even though I advocate them because, you know, they're such mm-hmm. an easy setup and blah, blah, blah. And I have my own. But at the end of the day, comparing that to this. Oh, yeah, you can't. You're never going to compare the vinyl to that stuff. I mean, vinyl, that's how I started. Mm-hmm. And that's how all I, I like. And that's actually, I don't, sometimes I don't even look at the controller to see the BPMs or anything. I get yeah. this. No, just, yeah, that's all by I, hearing. That's what I. I try, I, I, I try I, I to tell these it. guys. I try to tell these guys. Don't don't look, don't look at the waveforms on the computer because then you're gonna get stuck. Just listen to everything because in the headphones. If, if, there, if some odd reason the computers were not, sometimes they, they could just, be lagging where it's like behind. Yeah. If that happens, then you're fucked. You know what I'm saying? But most of the times, I notice that my hearing is is so on with the mixing now mm-hmm. that the controller just it was just like I just did it like. You know, I, I thought I was going to have trouble, you know, like, oh, man, computer. That's why I kind of stopped, too, because mm-hmm. the arrow was coming in. I'm like, man, my vinyl. Yeah. CDs, that's all I know. Because yeah. CDs, you still kind of mimic a little bit of the vinyl. Yeah. You know, you still got to stick it in there, find it. Yep. It was a little easier because it locked in better mm-hmm. when you mix it. You didn't sound like a popcorn guy, but... Like, they was, it would stay it on. Was, it would stay on. And now with the controller, like... Well, like some, yeah. You hit it, it's yep. perfect on beat. Mm-hmm. And it takes the fun out of it. But actually you're now you're performing for the people and nowadays a lot of people they don't they're not watching if you're they're not watching it. if you're doing fifteen thousand crap scratches and they don't know what the hell's going on anymore. Yeah, so unless you get somebody that's like, Hey, can you scratch and then yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. But I try to throw it in in the mixes when mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I, I, I mean, watching you, I was like, "Fuck, man! I need to, I need to start practicing." Yeah. Because what, what I what I showed you is, for, to me, is like really basic. But I need to fill in the gaps, the empty, I, the empty parts in it. When I give advice to all the DJs out there that are just learning how to do this, or been in it like you, mm-hmm. I, I say always take your time and practice, practice on that yeah. scratch, and so you can. Because I even practice now. Since I got it, that's all I do. I wake up, I'll practice a little bit, yeah. a couple hours, and, you know, annoy the heck out of the, <laughs> the, <wife>. the neighbor <laughs> and the wife. She's like, you know, I was a little too loud today. But I'm like, all right. You know, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I've been so happy with it. But that's how I was at my mom's, too, and yeah. my dad's, you know. How, how, would, how would they take it when oh, you would man. make noise? I don't know. I would be like, go upstairs, and they're just like, my brother's like, oh, here's that boom, 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 loud. <laughs> 
So I started doing it on the headphones a lot. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm not going to use speakers no more because I started doing it on headphones, just scratching yeah. and scratching. All I did was practice on scratching a lot. Yeah. Scratching and, and editing, editing, mm-hmm. editing. I got to get it perfect. So I did that and mix, 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 mix because I was wanted to be prepared for the next one. Even though if it took a month before I had to do a show, man, that every day, every day. If yeah. I went to work, I would come home and at least it's like working out man i had to give it 20 minutes 30 minutes i love it the the kids the kids nowadays like scratching is a tool that that uh i think has to be a part of dj you know what i'm saying add it add it on so it's just like a fucking like a pizza you know what i'm saying scratching is the pepperoni or the cheese you you gotta edit it if you're doing like a little bar yeah and you're doing a little performance you know for people younger crowd that is always dope. Like yeah. DJ Flipside, big shout outs to mm-hmm. him. You know, all these new DJs, uh, DJ Speed, yeah. all those, you know, DJs, they do a lot of the mix and scratch yeah. and doubles. And uh, if you add that flavor, man, it just yeah, makes it, you a little bit better than yeah, just normal. Exactly. Because, I mean, the, the basics is mixing, obviously. That, for when it comes to DJing, mixing is the number one thing you should learn, I think, obviously. But... You know, scratching is something. It's definitely something that that has it's a like little bit more flair. Yeah, and and you know what? Some people. But there, think, there's there's some scratches out there that can't even mix with shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy to me too. And 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 a lot of the scratching is is an art, man. I mean, you, people look at it like, oh, oh, that looks pretty easy, but it's no, not, man. It takes know. a lot of practice. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still practicing, and and when I hear Carlos Cutter, man, yeah. and. Uh, Biz One, big shout out to all you and your crew. I don't know who else is in that crew. Uh, those guys, they really can get down, man. Yeah. And I hear them. I watch all their videos. If they don't notice, I watch their videos. I analyze them. I'm I'm watching what Carlos is doing. Carlos is a beast, man. man. I watch them, and I'm like, not that I'm trying to battle nobody. I'm just like, man, that's what I got to get into and yeah. start getting into more. Because it's fun now. You yeah. know, I'm like, we're not the battling thing is over, so yeah. now we're like, who can... Let's have a party. Let's have a dope scratching session. Yeah, man. exactly. I want to do that too. I want to. I want to put these two back, like in the middle. Yeah. And kind of maybe have another one over here that way. That would be dope. Like a, like a ring around the rosy type thing. You yeah. go and I go, and then blah blah blah. I'll definitely come and uh, yeah. have a scratch session with you. It's, it's fun. It's 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 something different than you know uh, doing anything. It's like, you know, everybody, Biz One is doing that at his house, and I think that a big shout-out to him for that because he's getting other DJs involved, yeah. and, you know, there's no hate involved. Everybody's doing it to, for the love, yep. and, you know. I think that's why we should be, bro. I know that if I would do that, I know I'm a cocky little guy that I would try to, <laughs> no, I'm going to try to be like, one up got to sound a little better than <laughs> <Yeah>. that guy. <laughs> I'm going to one-up you. Oh, yeah. But I mean, just, that, I mean at the end of the day, that's just the... At the end of the day, that's is just, that just the, that's, everybody does that. Like, that's that's the hip hop competition. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's what it was back. I know in the day. Carlos would be like me and him used yeah. to battle on making mixes. Uh-huh. He would make like a a one minute mix and like as much as edits you can put in it. Yeah, and scratch it and then he would show it to me and then I would do one. And man, every time he had one, he would he throw down. With the heat. He threw down. Yeah, I got, I, I admit, he actually uh, first started going to my house. When he's, he and he would see my setup and he's like, man, I got to get into that. So it, how he scratches on the left hand because that's how I learned, mm-hmm. and he learned that way too. Yeah. So I mean, 
big shout outs to him. Hopefully one day he can recognize, hey, Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick came Nick up with you there. around that time. Yeah, too. Nick Rosafa, Kerry yeah. Adams, all you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. There's a lot of history here, dude. Yeah, there's, there's a lot a of history and DJs here. Jake and, the Snake. Yeah, and 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 I, I'm I'm happy to see all these guys still get down. You two, you know what I'm saying? It's dope to see you guys. I still. would love to see. Uh, a this big, goes out to just one. I would love to see me and him do a show. That'd be dope. And then having like all you guys open, yeah, open up, up and for stuff. You guys. Hell yeah. Me and him. I know uh, Boomer was like, man, we should got to do a big thing. I'm gonna try to see if we can make it happen next year. I'm gonna let, let's, reach out to that guy. Let, and let's, be like, let's let's link up and do some type of all day Rockford DJ festival. Right. All day fucking long. Because uh, Jesse started almost the same time I did, so me and him were pretty much close mm-hmm. i remember going to his house and he was the one showing me him and dj uh beatlock i mean Gaio, he's the one that showed me how to do the editing okay uh, most respect for Gaio, because if it wasn't for him i wouldn't know how to edit mario showed me how to do some of the tricks and scratches mm-hmm. beatlock showed me how to do all the editing everybody everybody one. had their their points yeah. where they taught you something or you grabbed yeah, something from that exactly and that's how i you know i'm glad i mean uh Seiko, he showed me how to do a lot of. He was doing a lot of tricks, doubles, mm-hmm. fa- fast scratching. He's yeah. really good. He, uh, I will check out all his records. I'm like, I gotta go and buy all those records. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't know, but I'm watching every record, and then I would go <laughs> back and try to. And in my mind, when I had it fresh, I would look for him. And, uh, and so you got, you have like a photo photographic. Back then memory. I did. I mean, I'm a little slow, but you know. <laughs> but you get pictured in your head. You know or what? I'll it, be honest. It. My reading and writing is not that good, so my skills for becoming some, you know, like to DJ was something different. So I always grew up in a special ed education, uh, you school? know, going, yeah, school. Yeah, sure, I will take some. And uh, so I would. Actually, my brain would work by, you got a little bit more. My brain worked uh, by visualizing a lot. Okay, I see. So if I see you do something, I'm like an artistic guy. I would actually mimic it. Yeah. So if I I would watch Cuba do the same stuff, my brain would make me, and then I was You told me that years ago, a long time ago. He said, I could mimic DJ scratches. Like, if Bad Boy Boy was DJing, DJing. And I watched them scratch. And to me, I, I could learn how to do and that. And some of the mixes that I've done, if you hear them, and if you heard Bill did it then, I would actually duplicate in my way. And I'm like, man, you know what? From Coming from a Rockford DJ, I can do the same thing he's doing. I know that people are like, well, why are you sounding like him? But it was just something that I knew that I liked that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to add my own twist to it. Mm-hmm. Josh the Funky one, those the house mixes are all coming from... I got their records from listening to their playlists. Yeah. So and then I kind of put it in their way too, but and then I did it my way, cut it my way, mm-hmm. and added my own scratch because yeah. he would do a certain scratch. The point. The point of that is, it's just like when you're doing something like uh, making a, something that sounds like another DJ. The point is to switch shit around and making your own. Yeah. You know, you can't completely just bite somebody's yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? You have to. You have to switch it up. Tweak this here, move this there, add this scratch. That this, like, you know what I'm saying? Like when I did the hip hop mixes, the way I got that was, 
you know, a lot of people, uh, now you can actually do the cues mm-hmm. and cut them down. Mm-hmm. But what I did was I like the, you know, if it was like 50 cent or ice cube, I would use the ending of their little verse. Mm-hmm. I would put the instrumental. I was actually making my own intros and outros okay. back then because I didn't have them done. Yeah. So I would put the intro, put the last verse with an outro, you know, end it. And then yeah. that's, and it was like a, I hate playing something over two minutes, yeah. you know, one minute, especially hip hop. Yeah. 45 seconds, you're out playing mm-hmm. another one. You know, like you said, a yep. lot of the new kids want to hear fast, fast, fast. Yeah. Back then, I used to do it because I thought that would be like, so when it's not a, not a mega mix, but it's a mix where it's cut down. And yeah. if you heard it, you're like, hold on. That, that's the, A lot of guys would tell me, that song doesn't go like that. Oh, okay, they want to okay. hear like, this is while I'm hot in the yeah. beginning, and I would play something else in the ending. So mm-hmm. on my hip hop, maybe I can give you some of those, so you can see how I did it. Yeah. And then with the scratches, and and that's how I used to do it. I used to like, I went with a lot of feeling. I was like, you know what, I was I'm a DJ, so a lot of DJs do this now. They were like, okay, this is while I'm hot. Oh yeah, nobody can beat me. And then you know, play stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. with those like Ice Cube. You know, yeah. I would pick the verses where he's like talking about himself, saying, "I roll, I do this, I do that." So, and then I use that verse and put it in my mix. So when you hear the whole thing, it sounds like, man, Vic's actually speaking out to the crowd in the music. Yeah. If you really listen to it, if you hear every song, you're gonna be like, man, he's actually speaking out, like you know, trying to sound cocky. Hey, man, I'm a badass DJ. Mm-hmm. Come and check it out. Talking through your music. Yep. I did that with your hands. And the same thing with the house music. I did that too. I mean, just finding the beats that really made it blend in, like a lot of build up and then break it down. Mm-hmm. I love all that. A lot of uh That's that's a that's an art form in itself to me. Yeah. I really think it's one that's why it's coming to DJ, because anybody could just blend two songs together. Right. Anybody could do that. But, but it, it's the way you play them. Yeah, exactly. That's gonna separate you from the other DJ. Yeah, and a lot of guys are nowadays, they're doing all that. So I'm like, man, everything that I've been, I worked so hard for, now they're just like, it's so easy on that laptop, yeah. man. On yep. that Serato, mm-hmm. big shout-outs to Serato, man. That is really, They, they could it. come a long way, bro. I never used it. I never yeah, used I Serato back then, and I used to hate it. I'm like, ah, if I have to do that, I'm going to wrap it up. Yeah. And then that's when it came out, everybody's using it. Yeah. Everybody's like, you got to do it, Vic. You're going to love it as soon as you get it. No more carrying all that heavy stuff. And yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. I'm not going to invest into all that. I'm going to just quit. Like, perfect example, like DJM. That dude's a beast. Oh, I mean, he was a beast. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. DJM. But if you watch really? him. You never heard of him? No. Oh, But wow. he's already passed away? Yeah, he passed away. Um, wow. He was an animal. I mean, I think that, that he was one of the first, one of the first DJs to start bringing around Serato. And he, he put on... DJ Jazzy Jeff and Cicerato, he uh, DJ a lot of people. Wow. And um, yeah, man, he's 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 a like he's a. It, once you watch him DJ, you'll think to yourself, "Fuck, I'm lazy." Yeah. Because he's constantly, constantly cutting, scratching, moving something, doing this, doing that. I'm I'm gonna send you some some of his live mixes. Yeah, man. definitely. I like to see all that. I mean, I'm always up to. Man, I don't know. I just have a passion over scratching, mixing. I mean, I got to be that DJ. I can't be a, just a blender. A regular, or yeah. I got to have it. That's just the way. 
I just feel comfortable, and I notice that people like it. And then, you know, for a scratched guy, he's going to look at me and be like, okay, he's not too shabby. You mm-hmm. know, that's what I want. I just want the respect. My, my, my thing is, too, when I when I started DJing, and the reason why I want to up, up my scratch and shit, too, is because of that. Because of, if you're going to come to my house, especially a person like you that I know is can scratch, I want to be able to say, oh, he can scratch. Like, I want you to be able to say, oh, oh you know, he, he is down. Or if I come around, none of these young kids are right. scratching like that nowadays. But if I'm in a room with all the old school heads in Rockford and they start just fucking around scratching, I, I want to be able to jump in and be like, hey, what's up, guys? You know that's I mean? another why reason I want to come back. I'm like, okay, there's still not too many guys out there doing that. Yeah. So there are a lot of scratches, but here in Rockford to do like the vibe that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. I still fit in. Yeah. And I actually blend in. I mean, I'm going to be a little older, but I can get down. 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 I mean, I'm not trying to sound like I'm the best guy, but I think I can. (laughs) 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 You know, to the people out there, please don't think that I'm a cocky ass dude like that. I'm a humble. That Remy's not talking for him. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it. (laughs) I haven't even started yet. Cheers. We still got a whole big bottle here. Big shout out to my wife. She's right here next to me. I love you so much, honey. Thank you for supporting me through the whole times. And uh, thank you, Rick Monster, for being a good friend all these years. And, now now, now you're you not uh, bugging your parents. Now you're bugging your wife with the music, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she actually likes it. I mean, she, that's I mean, why yeah, we yeah. get along because I, yeah. she because likes... you were telling me she... Uh, likes she, freestyle house. She, uh, she well, promoted parties. We, she Did promoted you eat, parties. promoted clubs and stuff like that, too? Okay. She's done a lot of stuff. She goes, if I would have known you back then, when you were trying to struggle to get gigs... You would have been up there in Chicago. Because I would have been paying you two you wouldn't even be. You wouldn't be here with me, but... <laughs> interviewing you'd be over there in Chicago Ricky yeah, who is yeah. Rick Russell who I don't know that kid you know, I'll always come back to my roots <laughs> that's why I'm here I'm, I'm, I come back to my roots I love it actually right here in this house I DJ'd right oh yeah you DJ here and, uh, all types we, we I have, I, like I said I've, I probably hired you a good remember, 10 times maybe over the years you just called me and like hey we're gonna do a party I'm like okay it was not Nothing that you planned out that you're like, okay, no. it's been planned out for a week. Nope. I remember day, coming in, putting that, before. putting the little table yeah. over there by your corner and yeah. putting one speaker up and blasting it. Yep. And before you know it, 10 minutes later, packed. Yep. Man, I had fun, man. Those are the days, right? Cops never got called, right? I mean, nah, not really. Not, this, is, this is the West Side, baby. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. don't give really a damn here. Big shout out to the West Side, <laughs> man. I'm telling no, you. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure they, they probably did get called here. Did you ever DJ yeah. in my backyard? Uh, no, I never have. I just did a few times in here, I remember. You did it here. You, you DJed another friend. Uh, shout out my homie, Melissa. It was a basement. Yeah. And, and you used to DJ there for us. And, uh, oh, it was, over it was there off, by the off river, of, off of off Riverside? Off of 3rd third, third Avenue. Third, third, okay. Yeah, over there by, uh, um, uh, what's that, Marisco's place on Kishwaki? Yeah, I don't uh, know. Isla del Mar. Yeah. The, it was in that area. Yep, right there. We did like two or three parties there. Man, Those I've done so many quinceañeras. Um, parties, just, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I got over 30 years under my belt. You were the reason why I started and, DJing, bro, because yeah. I was like, I'm done I'm done paying this guy $300 every party. <laughs> Fuck I'm going to start pocketing this you money. Took <laughs> over, <I'm> like, <laughs> you took over on that. I was like, yeah, Rick's one of those guys that 
He's like, screw it, I'm gonna just do it myself. Yeah, man. But that's good, man. I mean, you, yeah. It fits your it fits yeah. you because you have the crowd, you have mm -hmm. the people, and you have the passion, man. Yeah. I hear the stories that you had, and I'm like, oh, now that I'm hearing this, I'm really having a lot of respect for you on that because not a lot of guys do that, man. And just having this podcast, I mean, nobody's paying you big money. No. You're doing this on the love, man. Love. And, and, love and right here. you know, and I was telling my wife, I wonder why he's doing this. What is what what's the proof that he's trying to point or what is it? What is it? What is what is it what is it that you're doing? I mean, I, mean, I, just, I just like hearing myself talk. Yeah. Number one. No, I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Nah, bro. I just love DJing and I know Rockford has history of DJs. Exactly. And sometimes and, and some like, of them get shine, some of them don't. And then yeah. there's guys starting off, and there's guys been in the game 30-plus years. That, you know, you're you know doing I mean? it the right way, man, by bringing guys in like that. I would even do something like this if I had the technology, you know, and eventually I might get into it, like doing the podcast where you can see you DJ. Mm -hmm. I might Live. set the room up like that, too, yeah. just so I can do my little mixes. Because nobody can hear you no more. You can't do a CD no more. Nobody's no, really. Yeah. So it's better to do a podcast yeah. or... Yep. Put exactly. my mixes out there. Maybe that's something that you can help me with all oh, these mixes and uh, and put them on, you. put them Online. on so people can hear them. Yeah, I can. Help so you there both. you go, party people is coming to you real soon. DJS is gonna have these mixes from house to hip hop, reggaeton. Yeah. Man, I got a badass freestyle. One. Yeah, I got a badass reggaeton mix that I mean, a whole hour, and and I also got a freestyle hour mix and a lot of hip hop. That's man. dope, man. Are they kind of hey, little I think you're gonna, you're gonna have to leave that CD book here, bro. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, right now, no, I'm yeah, man. So you can download them for me and uh, put them out there so the people can enjoy some of the stuff I did. And then once they hear all that, I'm gonna hit them with a lot of new stuff, yeah, man. And uh, I got a lot of good stuff. Like DJ Cantu used to say, DJ uh, Beatlock. I got some stuff up my sleeve. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I think I think right now, bro. Like as a DJ. You, th there's a crowd for everything now. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think back in the day it was mostly the younger people that you know you you would play for and blah blah. blah. But just like me, a fan, just like your wife here, she likes to go out and hear a good DJ. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're still in that era where you could go out and hear like someone that, like you that still throw down old school music or whatever you want to throw down. Right. Like there's a there's a crowd for everything now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying before it wasn't so much like that because. Well, it, was, it was young, especially when you started DJing. It was still a young type thing, you know what I mean? And I noticed Rockford stepping up in their game on uh, trying to get these people to do their businesses. And, yeah. and uh, you're DJing a lot yeah. of places. DJ mm -hmm. Arson's DJing a lot of places. Yeah. The Office, yeah. True Colors. I mean, you know, he's even down. This is uh, DJ Arson. And he also DJs out there in... Uh, what is it called? MP MP three? No, MPV. Decalb. Yeah, and Decalb. Where's he? Where's your, uh, DJ Arjun originally from? He's not from Rockford, right? He's from like I think so. Belvedere or something. I don't know him like 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 too much. He's from Belvedere, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know like uh, the history, but you know, I just got to meet this guy because we're going to be doing that show. Uh, actually, a big Fest. show to everybody out there for September 11th, Tamale Fest. We're going to be doing that uh, and. Uh, September 11th. You know, what they, time is your, your set, or what time are you going to go on? Uh, we're actually going to be there all day and in between, and then we're going to shine towards, I think, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. He's okay. going to do a, an hour set, and then I do an hour set. All right. And then I don't know if we're going to do like back-to-back -back or what, but 
Manny will probably, Manny, big shout-outs to Manny and Teresa. Actually, they're the ones that really influenced me to come back. Well, shout-out Manny, so, man, because, yeah. yeah, man, we needed you. We need you back. We need you sure. back. He's back. He's and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to Tamale Fest, but uh, I have I have a little um, gathering later on and that night, like from starting at eight o'clock. So you're gonna have you'll to see us out there early. So right. we'll be there. Lowriders. We'll be. I think I'm gonna be playing a lot of house music then, and old school lowrider music. Yeah, for sure. Me and him will. So we'll be there, and I know they got bands, so we'll take breaks by the band, and then okay. he says. When the band stops, go back at it. And then he goes, we're going to do a shine from like 8 to 9, I think. And then it ends at 10. What's, what's Manny's last name? Salgado? Yeah. Manny? Okay, yeah. Big he shout has out his own, to him. Doesn't he have his own lowrider? Yeah, he's got a lowrider. Very yeah. nice. He showed it to me. Yeah, and he's working on it. And, Is uh, he from here, from Rockford, bro? Yeah. I've never... I, like, I know him from recently because yeah, uh, he's, he's been, actually... He helps promote a lot of uh, businesses here. I know he has a web... Uh, not a web play, but uh, I did his a Facebook wedding. page. Oh, really? I did his wedding, yeah. He hired me to do his wedding. But he told me that, you know, and, and he's got pictures of us together back when we were, I was starting off. So he was always following me. And I was like, man, I, I remember him a lot. But, you know, I never, you know, hung out with him too much like yeah. that. But we were always, I knew he was there. He was a good friend. Yeah. And he's always been like that. He's mm -hmm. never changed. So big shout-outs to Manny. I mean, he's he's really, really how hard was it for him to convince you to get back in the game? Well, he's done that a few times. When I saw you at District, mm -hmm. he was there and he told me about it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm married, you know, and I don't know if I want. And then I was working at that time. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can. Trucking. Yeah, so I'm like, it's going to be hard for me to even get into it. I got to get all the equipment. He's like, well, I want you to do a festival with me. And then I'm like, I don't know. COVID hit and then. Finally, his wife reached out to me on Facebook saying that she is going to become the president. She's a no-profit, uh, you know, with the Masa. And then they were trying to see if I would, you know, go and DJ. <clears throat> and I told my wife, I go, you know what? I talked to her about it. Like, hey, they're reaching out to me. What do you think? And she was like, well, it's up to you. You're at the time. You can do it. And that's what made me say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do it. And then I'm like, I want to speak to Manny, and, you know, got a hold of him, and he was excited. He was like, man, I definitely want you back. And then he's like, I'm gonna, I can get you into a lot of the festivals that he do. So I'm like, okay, but I'm coming back into it. I'm not just coming back into it and say, hey, I'm back into it. I actually got something to come back to. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, if I'm going to spend all this money and do it, it takes time. Yeah. Man. It's a big investment. Yeah, for sure. You know how much things cost, mm -hmm. man. I mean, nobody's rich like that. So I'm like, Liz, you know, I can afford it right now. I'm, 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 I Let me do it. And my wife agreed, and I, that's why I give her a big shout-out because if it wasn't, you know, it's hard, man, for you to do something, and if you don't have that support. Yeah, the support is it, number It's one. hard, you know. And look, like me, she me, sits me. here with me. Yeah. She's with me all the time. So yep. now the new asset came out. But now I got a sidekick yeah. <laughs> that comes with me everywhere. Yeah, Robin and I, with and you. I love it. That's dope, man. You're gonna yeah. have her you're gonna have her in the background moving speakers and stuff or what? No, she nah. can't do that. <laughs> nah. She can just sit there. Collect the money. Yeah. Get the, collect the check. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Whatever I get. Here you go, honey. Yeah. <laughs> That's all good. Knock it off the money that we spent on all this equipment. Yeah, right. 
I mean, I know there's a lot of new products out there and more powerful yeah. and whatever, but I got a decent price for good sound. I know my, I know about sound and stuff. Yeah. So over the years, you learn. I kind of know that now, nowadays. Well, even back then, I'm sure, but nowadays everything's integrated with the with the amplifier and yeah. side speakers. And That's what I got now. So a lot, all my stuff, my subs, my, all the subs have have speakers inside of them and. And I noticed, they have wheels and let's go. I noticed with the new controllers, a lot of DJs like they don't use monitors. Some I'm like I'm telling, I'm, I'm like looking at Arsenal. Like, Where's your monitor? He's like, well, I don't use that. Yeah, we don't use monitors. And I'm like, wait up! I went to this festival, right? And all the DJs, there's nobody using a monitor. I'm like, I gotta well, have a monitor. I'm old school, school. The old school DJs have monitors. All the old school DJs I I work with have to have. Monitors. Even with the the Serato, and I know I can be on beat. I just want to feel it because I don't want to hear the background. When you're behind the speaker, you're not really hearing the the actual music. You hear just like the, the bass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you kind of get it. Oh, okay, it's on beat. If you got yeah, a little that, bit kind of, I think you, that's but, that's what we were. You know, that's why we kind of don't use them on it because we know what the the ba- with the bass. We that's what we're following. You know what I mean? I guess we shouldn't because the echo from. Well, I told ba- I told him if I'm walking in front. I know that you're so good on the, you know, because it's so perfect to beat. Mm-hmm. But there's times you you will fall off and you have to speed it up. Yeah. And then I'm like, I can hear that. So if you have the monitor, you can catch it before it falls off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's what I do. It I try to catch it. Lately, I've been, uh, we've been, me and my homie, been trying to use monitors more. I bought I've two speakers. To- I, t- I bought two speakers, so ten inch. Uh, and those are always going to be. I gotta have those monitors because I notice a lot of DJs. I'm like, are they? You know, is uh, Julian and all those guys? You know, Perez, are they using monitors? Then I've seen on their on their page, they definitely use monitors. Yeah, they, all the old school DJs use monitors. It's for sure. some reason it's the like younger the feel. version. The younger like, version don't have don't. They it's like just they show me those Technic 1200s. I went back home in my heart, in my mind. I'm like, man, this is home right here. Yeah, I started scratching a little yeah. bit it's a different i gotta get i was a little rusty on those but once i get you know give me a couple hours nah, I'll get, you weren't rusty at all bro you, <laughs> you showed me out so i was like no oh, man I didn't. back to the drawing board <laughs> no but yeah, you know i mean th- those are those are always going to be the only thing is they're fucking they're built like tanks yeah. and they're heaviest tanks you know what yeah. I mean? so and that's the only were, that's the only thing that that's why controllers i might i might not sound as good to be honest with you, on a controller, because I don't... I, really I know don't. DJ Arson told me that he likes a controller, but he, like, eventually he wants to get something, like, you know, that he can play, like, on, like, with the needles like those, uh-huh. where but you the, don't does, need needles. Does he, uh, does he know how to use turntables? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. He, See, he was, with me... He was with control. He started out with a small controller, and then yeah. he went to a bigger one. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then he went with the 1,000. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, him, for starting off, he's doing really good, because he knows... And I had asked him, who taught you? And he's like, nobody. I haven't even taught him. He just, we've just been collaborating a little bit. Mm-hmm. But everything he's done, I'm surprised. And I'm like, well, you had to have some kind of influence. He's like, I just like the music. And I've I've heard stuff on, but you know, like the old, sco- old stuff, he doesn't know too much of it. Because mm-hmm. he's really young still. Yeah. So I'm like, man, that's crazy for him to do that. And then he's like, I want some old stuff. I want a lot of old tracks and old house. I'm like, what the? See, I, he's in. He's in. If if you're in the this uh, bracket right here, 
I'm the one like right behind you, kind of. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the middle where I have kind of like the best of both. Where I know all my old school, but I understand all the new stuff that comes out too. I'm glad. You know I'm, I'm kind of in that in that realm. You got you know lucky, man. You got really lucky in yeah, life I got to, lucky to be in that that category because not a lot. Like if say somebody that's like a 13 and then wants a DJ, they don't know none of that. Mm-mm. They they would have to. But a lot of them kids, they would have to rely, like, let's say, on their parents or something. Like, if you had a kid, he would he would come up just like Rudy's kids. Yeah. They like all that old school shit, but it's because of their dad. Like, exactly. their dad put them on and taught them all that shit. The first time I DJed at the office, uh-huh. um, and I played number old school house. Really? After when I got done, um, Rudy Rudy's son, he's like, bro, I didn't know you knew how to play that music. Like, I didn't know you liked that. I'm like, hell yeah, I love that shit. My my cousins Kinda are from my cousins are from Chicago. Yeah, I heard about that. that you were from Chicago. Well, I'm not from. No, all that my they, you, you went out there. Yeah. and you saw that. And man, I'm gonna tell you right now. For some reason, the Chicago DJs they're badass. Oh yeah, for sure. I never heard a bad a, a, a bad, bad DJ in Chicago. Yeah, there's so many of them. <laughs> I met so many guys, even just underground ones. And they're dope as hell. Yeah, dope as hell. By yeah. the way, big shout out to uh, Funk Master Funk. What is it, Farley DJ Funk? Funk? DJ, oh, DJ Wackmaster, Funkmaster, all those DJs. Uh, yeah. DJ the the. Have you met any of those guys? No, no I haven't, man. You, you ever met, met Julian? Uh, I met him once. He actually came down to the Times Theater. We had a party, and we had hired him to do a show. Mm. And I DJ. Oh, so you DJ? You DJ that? I actually at opened times. up for him, and uh, he came in, and he was like, <laughs> "I was about to record a set," and he got mad. He was like, "Take that tape out of there." He checked, make sure there was no tapes. Nobody can record, and then he was like, "He it, it was my setup, and he DJed on it." Well, I don't know if it was my setup or somebody's setup, but I know that I DJed a little bit, and uh, man, he tore it up. Or I think I DJed after him, but he tore it up. I was just like watching him, and he he looked, he noticed I was watching everything he was doing. I even yeah. saw when Bad Boy Bill came. That's when Lo, uh, Loco was talking about uh, at yeah. the Grapevine. Man, Nick Rasef, all of us were there. Just when I think he was there, all of us were there just watching him. Nobody danced. You're we were just watching. on. We were. Just, it was just like Bad Boy Bill was even nervous. Like what the heck? Everybody just staring yeah. at me because we wanted to watch what he was him doing. Get his down. hands and movement. his hands is the music. What he was I mean, playing. Yeah. Man, those were fun times. Did he have a lot grapevine. of? Did he have a lot of his records covered up? Uh, he, no. You know what? These guys were smart. They they. White labels. Yeah, white labels. Okay. You couldn't see. I was like, what record is it? I got to see at least the color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like a blue yeah. with a little something on it. Mm-hmm. Like the It's Time records. I love those. I can do the It's, 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 oh, It's. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's Man. Time, yeah. Uh, Mario showed me that one. The It's, It's, It's. I don't know. Yeah. I got them now on, uh, on the hard drive, but, man, I got a, the original records. I think I got one. Oh, you have oh, the man. original? Original who, who is that by? Um, that's not a Dish Lover, right? No, I don't know. No, no, it's not that. He did the It's Time, and then on the back is Y'all Fan. It's the one that, that, that supposedly in, in, uh, Dr. Dre was scratching up in yeah. uh, Poison the Hood. Yeah, yeah. exactly it's that. Time. That same. Yeah. See, you see how he scratched? Yeah. That's the type of scratch I do, because I do more of a house scratch, because you got your Cuber type scratch. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to. They got different types. Yeah. I know uh, uh, Carlos Cutter. That's his new name, right? Because I know him from Quick Hit Carlos. 
Solar Seas. Oh, Solar Sea, I remember that name. And then yeah. I actually got his tape. Hey, Solar, I got your tape. And Gary <laughs> Adams, yeah, they got a mix. Man, he snapped them. They both did. Their vibe is cool, man. Yeah. They got a good relax, relax your mind. It was a little relaxed tape, a chair, mm-hmm. and it called Relax Your Mind. Man, those two dudes went in on it. It's more like house and uh, singing and mm-hmm. relax. Soulful. Mean, yeah, soulful. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, he sh- he told me that I do a lot of chirping, like the, my scratching yeah. is chirping and a lot of squishes or I don't know what you call them. You don't have names for them. You just do it. No, there's names for everything that I yeah. do, like the transform. Yeah. I know how to do you that. You know how to transform? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. A little bit. You know, I'm trying to get into the, the crab now. The ones like, yeah, really fast. Yeah, just doing that. If I can perfect the crab, I think I can. Yeah, I, I, I can I, I handle. Need, I need to learn how to do that. Yeah, it's uh three, all four fingers. You just gotta tap your middle finger. Yeah. You gotta do it really quick, like a. Yeah. That's hard. And just do it like really fast. I got fat hands. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, I mean, it gotta be flexible. I know. I think you just gotta be more. And then I can't scratch on my on my left though. Oh, yeah, I don't my I can't do that either. But now I've been you know I can at least do the yeah. and throw it out. Yeah. But I couldn't scratch. I mean, like uh, when I was DJ with DJ Flavor, he did a lot of it on his left. Hand. I'm, I'm gonna have to show you, but on here, like you could double up, right? You know, you could double up. Like if you're playing it on this side and you're uh-huh. trying to scratch, you could switch it over to this side and just move the crossfader in really? the middle, and they'll they'll play at the same. Whatever. That way you could squeeze up your scratch and do it on that side. And that would be dope. Yeah, yeah I'm to, man. I'm going to show you all that all that stuff. Exactly. That's yeah. why I'm here, man, because I want to learn. I want to get more into the newer things, the new age. So DJ, who was telling me this? DJ 3000. Oh, my brother was like, you know, your DJ asset 3000. <laughs> DJ asset 3000. Yeah, man. I'm coming at him 3000. I mean, back then and... Uh, 2004 was a lot of these house mixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I've done, to give you a little bit more history about me, I've done a lot of the waterfronts. I, got, I did those. Oh, I yeah. Packed, oh, I, I didn't even talk about that. The underground. I packed the, the underground. underground and, they, and the metro center. Yeah, the metro center. I got videos. Oh, dude. Oh, oh we need that. Vi- we need them videos. Yeah. I did, I got, the underground I did. was the shit when I was a kid. And this one, I'm, I'm talking about I'm 12, 13 years old. And That's that, when Manny took a picture and he showed it. He goes, hey, Vic, you remember this? I'm like, what the? That was when I DJed at the Underground. And he took a picture. He goes, yeah, man, I've been following you. And I noticed I had my Vestec mixer and two black turntables. Yeah. My scratch pad were Vestecs. That was when the hood came out. Oh, it was yeah. ghetto fucking there, bro. But I loved I've, it. I've done those. I've done a lot of uh, when did you got, when, did, when did you decide to move into the Metro Center to do that? No, they hired me to DJ. No, but when did they move it from the underground to where it, you know how it was? Well, when it, it, it went to the Metro Center, and then they downsized it a little bit because they said it got too big. Um, and I know DJ Hype, he would do a hip hop night, so he's like, "You're doing the house night, so don't play no hip hop." Okay. So I respect that, and I just did the, you know, house night. Mm-hmm. It was more like ghetto house. He's like, "Play all the ghetto house, play all the house music. What you like to play, you're gonna play that. Don't play no hip hop because he goes, that's my night." Right. So him and his crew, it was a lot of guys that he DJed. Who'd you bring for you when you with were DJ? me, DJ Flavor, and that was probably about it. Just me and him. All right, you know, 
Like DJ Brown, big shout out. People to don't him. know, but like that, like that's like that's when we were like breakdancing hardcore. Yeah. When we kind of started well, were... and doing that, and then I got. I remember there's another party I'm gonna tell you about right now, but going there and when you, it's really like you say it's really like b3 yeah you see the fucking other crew and you made it in the middle and then it's, it, yeah, it's on exactly, man. It was, it, it, like before it like when we started breaking we'd break yeah. dance the house music because that's what was playing that's what everybody was into we weren't dancing to breaks and like b-boy breaks and stuff oh, like i know that. we we're doing house music so that's what like the t- was somebody dope, was all in blue somebody was all in red and it was it was a battle and at the metro center the same thing we used to do a lot of uh, breaking in there, but one I remember it wasn't at uh, it was at Davis Park for for um, Fiesta Fiesta Hispana yeah Fiesta Hispana. So they had DJ Wild one there at uh, all the other the there, HBO there, crew. There was one. There was it was like not on the the main stage side. You were on the other side in a little corner. And you guys had like, um, you were playing house music and shit. I had like a stage, right? It was yeah, a big stage. Yep. And then they were breakdancing and shit. Was, you remember Sapo? Yeah, Sapo. All, big all shout the, out to Sapo and um, all those guys. All these dudes, like all the breakers back then. There was a big battle. My boy, uh, this dude I used to know named Jimmy Aragin. And uh, my boy, I don't know if you know uh, my boy named Turbo. He's from Milwaukee. Right. But he was part of the fol- Folklorico. Like he would dance with the big, he had a company that he danced with. With the headdresses and the yeah. old Mexican thing, but he was a badass breaker too. So he would come after he got done over there, he would come on the other side, and you'd be DJing, and he'd come and burn everybody, yeah, smoke yeah. everybody. But man, those, those, those are were, like some memories I have of you, like you on stage going going in. And the only thing about that is, she even, see, you might have even had those, hair back then. Yeah, had, had hair, <laughs> <laughs> comb forward. Oh yeah, and you know what? Back then it was. Everybody was having a good time. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. But at the same time, the director there, uh, she told me to cut it off. Really? At the end. It was she, all Mexicans right yeah, there, too. She it was, was getting mad. Mexican. She's like, too many people. We got to cut it. We don't want to fight. I'm like, nobody's fighting. This is what, you know, but nobody understand that back no. then because they, they saw a crowd. They're like, oh, they're going to box or yeah. somebody's fighting mm-hmm. or, you know, these kids are too good. It, it doesn't help that. Where we're from, and she was getting mad because everybody was coming to our side and not going to the band side. Mm. I would even talk to some bands, and they're like, "I don't even know why they hired us, man. You're taking over the show all the time." And I'm like, "I don't know. I mean, that's just what I do. I mean, I didn't want to outshine them too. Yeah, but it just ended up like that every time we did something like that. And for the, young and, crowd, and the thing you know about I mean? it, when I DJ somewhere, for some reason, it always becomes a booty contest. Oh, I yeah. don't know if I'm playing whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's a the, bunch of females up there. They end up jumping up yeah. there, and, then they, and that's when she was like, "That's it, quit." That's what I remember. They did stop it. Now that I remember, this they is like 1998. The, the girls were going up yeah. there. I didn't. Like I was telling security nobody up. You know, no girls up here because we don't need that. Yeah. And it happened like that, and I noticed. I'm like, man, I think I'm I'm hyping them up too much on the. Like playing booty music a yeah. lot or something like uh, hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. Fifty Cent in the club and uh, Miss Elliot work it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just start going back and back yeah. and back to those, and then you hit them with Pet Bull. That's it. They're going up there crazy, yeah. jumping on the stage. That's when they told me to stop it because it's a family event. We don't need them. Like, I'm not doing no contests. They're doing it themselves. Yeah. So, I remember that and. Life and Times of Vic, yeah. DJ Acid, man. 
You know what it is. I mean, I've done the bars, and they just, they do the coyote ugly. They just jump on the bar, oh, man. Yeah. That's why oh, yeah. I do with the district. I mean, if I start getting down like this, it's for some reason, they, it just comes with the that music. That's part of the game. It's part of the yeah the vibe. Yeah, and that's one thing. I, I You know, being married, I can't be doing stuff like that. I tell my wife, I respect it too much that... That's not my thing anymore. I'm not. It was never my thing back then no, either. I'm not. I was just. But you know what, bro? It, it wasn't yeah. ever your thing. But you didn't make people go up. The music that you were playing made people do. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but that's why you were known. Why to you get were, them you down know what I'm like that. To, to get the party yeah, started Manny, to get it juking. Get. Manny was telling me the other day. He was telling Arson a little history. Like Vic is the type of guy who wants to play one song after another. Hype, 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 mm-hmm. hype, hype, hype. He's if you give him an hour, he's gonna play all the hype stuff. And then after that, you know, whatever DJ goes after me, a lot of them will be like, I, I've done DJed with guys, and they're like, man, what are you going to leave me with? You played all the, you you knocked it out the park, you know. And yeah. I'm not trying. I'm just like, man, I don't know. There's just, I think that I'm more of a, a of a, the main thing than a, an opener or something. Yeah. Like, I, I know I can. I can open up for anybody. Like, if you were doing something, I will open up for you. I know exactly what to play. And that's one th- thing that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. DJs that don't know how to open yeah. for another DJ. Yeah. They don't know how to respect that. Yeah. They actually just want to play everything. And then mm-hmm. they're like, you know, it's a show that we have to put on. So that's yeah. why I try to teach the newcomers or whoever I'll, comes I'll, work I'll, with I'll me. Depending what, what city you're in. But, you know, Rock obviously the bar closed that too. Yeah. So the, their main is from midnight to 1.30, let's right. say. That's the main focus right there from 9 or 9 30 to 11 11 30 well then you're you're building it up you know what right. I'm saying? you're not paying you're not playing all the new shit you're not you know not but you're you're getting the people right. that last half an hour last 20 minutes yeah do your thing i mean play some music that you know get the people going and then when you jump on or whoever jumps on then that they're gonna get to shine and exactly blah 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 but like me and my boy balsa we we go back and forth as far as who opens, who closes. I don't care. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather get my my hour, hour and a half, two hours out the way. That way I can go hang out. Right. <laughs> but I've had my shine. I've had, I've been on stage for the last two hours. and okay. So you don't get bothered by, you know, trying to do a little shine and and then end it like that? Or are you... That's what we mean. Like, when you're DJing at the bar so much, I guess mm-hmm. you just... Back and forth, they're like, okay, well, I'll close it. You close it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I care. think like, that's cool, man. That you think like that. I don't. I don't. I don't have any uh, problems with letting other people. Yeah, if close. I'm if I'm a resident at somewhere, I don't mind that either. Yeah. And I'm like, they hear me every week, so yeah. you can shine. I usually have the. If I do a residency, I'll have the guests shine, mm-hmm. and I'll just open up, make sure I do my little thing. But if it's not a night there, I have a guest or anything, then I was. Yeah, make sure yeah. I shine, or I'll hire, or not hire, but I'll invite somebody to come and open. But you know, these guys, these new guys, make sure when you guys know your place on certain things, not to to sound like you know mean to you or anything, but it's just mm-hmm. so you can show that respect to the other guy. Because and then if you start building that for yourself, if you're a type of guy that don't care and I'm gonna shine whenever I want. You know, it's going to be hard for you to get up there. And people are going to get a bad vibe off of you. Like I remember that. having openers, bro, that they would have their own intro. Yeah. Like, coming to the stage. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, really? <laughs> There's 20 people here. What the fuck are you doing? But whatever, yeah, you got to know where to do that. 
It's yeah. like at a wedding, uh, uh, Double D, Daryl, he told me, he's like, you don't be playing none of that. Nobody At a wedding, you don't want to be throwing your name out there because it's their time. Yeah. You know, and that's certain that's DJs, that's certain DJs, they do that. They're like, he said he had a guy that went with him and he kept on throwing his name every two mm-hmm. minutes. He like, it's, the lady got mad. She's like, it's my night, you know, yeah. and all I hear is this noise and the pop, 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 Please don't use that. Do you use that? I use it, but. No, I don't, don't use it over the time. But I have different ones. You know what? I hear that a lot. I no, tell, not at, oh, not that at, gets annoying at the one that. Not, not, not at weddings or anything like that. Oh, my God. Right. My bad. I'm over here talking far away. But yeah, I try do not, have sound effects. Try not to use that anymore. Where, where I'm DJing clubs, <laughs> I do a lot of. Uh, if you know DJ I'm in the Rick building Monster. and I'm hearing you, if I hear that, you know I'm gonna be looking like, oh man. Every DJ uses it. I don't know if the people like it. Maybe you should open up in your Facebook. Do you like that? If you like that, mark yes. If you don't, I got a couple different ones. <laughs> yeah, use a couple other ones. The yeah. train one, they got all kinds. Yeah, I use it. I just do this. This stuff is fresh. To what is it got to be so damn tough? I mean, bite it. Mm-hmm. You know, they well, that's, that's, that's what's dope about these little coupons that you can set it up on there. Twin hype had a twin hype had a record was uh, it's called Bust a Move uh, in the beginning, Bust a Move. That's dope. And then I also like uh, Cool Rock Steady back by popular demand. That's why I told Manny, I, they, he interviewed me that, oh, you're coming back. And I said, oh, yep, I'm back by popular demand. Uh, that reminds me of that. And uh, Carlos Cutter uses that uh-huh. one time. Yeah, man. I mean, dope. That's dope. They, well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Do you want to, you got, got any more shout outs? You want to promote Shout outs to all the DJs out there. If I've, 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 if I didn't mention you, I'm sorry, but yeah, there's a lot of you I guys. got men from the HBO crew, Boomer, Rudy V, radio stations, uh, DJ Arson, DJ E Town. I mean, there's a lot of DJs out there. Uh, Biz One, yeah. DJ Loco, what's up, Loco? That's my brother. And uh, DJ Kyle Cantu. Mm-hmm. Big shout outs to DJ Flava because me and him did a lot of parties together. DJ Brown. DJ There's Brown. so many DJs that I've worked in the whole time, man, that I have so much respect. Um, man, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just blessed for where I'm at and how I got here. And through the whole way, it was a journey. And uh, hopefully we can have a part two with Loco and me and you. Yeah, for sure. And we just oh, talk yeah. about collaboration and what we should do for the next segment. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I'm back. I'm coming back. I got my stuff all set up. Uh, soon I'll be having a website so people can get a hold of me for hiring. For sure. You know, uh, I hope I can collaborate with you on yeah, some parties. For sure. Hell yeah, we're going to. We're, we're, we're going to, I mean, 2022 in the wintertime and next summer, man, we're going to have so much lined up. It's going to be crazy. And uh, I want to invite you for some stuff. And we know we're going to do a lot. So people, for sure. DJs, be ready because we're going to involve everybody, yeah. not just myself. And doing a show, but if we do a show, you know, well, like PDP, was, that yeah. guy, what's his name? PDP, DJ PDP, yeah. yeah. I heard sure. you. I heard your mix. It was pretty good. I heard DJ Local's mix. Yeah. You know, I, I heard all your podcasts. Vic Monster, you're really yeah. cool. I'm grateful for what you do, especially it, you too, brother. Vic Monster, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. 
Man, I appreciate you coming, man. I appreciate you. Uh, oh, thank you. September 11th, make sure you uh, come check him out. Check me right, out. He's going to be on East State, right? Where, where East Don, State, uh, right next to Don Carter Lane. Yeah, the, the parking lot of Don yeah, Carter Lane. I think Lane, it right? from 12 to 10, and we're going to be day. there. Tamale, Tamale Festival, shout exactly. out Manny Salgado for doing it. Shout out for him and to get me back involved in, in the yeah. game. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing you play out, man. Oh, thank you, man. And I want to check you out too, man. I, you know for what? Sure. If I'm out there and you, if you see me in your crowd, anybody, any DJs, know that I'm checking you out. Even well, he's watching I, you like I'm a fucking hawk, right? Make, make sure. Yeah, make I'm sure watching watch. because I, I want to. I want them to get my feedback. Yeah, for sure. I'm an old school guy, and I know what what, what is yeah. the you know sounds good. What doesn't? Yeah. Add this to your you know repertoire, or take this out. Maybe you don't need you. Know, you don't need to hit the horn so many times. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. All right, Vic, man. I appreciate you, man. You're welcome, man. Appreciate All right. it. Peace.